following is a presentation of Thermopolis Media. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast, episode two. How are we doing out there? Uh, uh, first one in the books. We've got a little history lesson on the place. I'm sitting here with our host, the captain. Say hello. Hello. How's everybody doing out there? We're good. Um, we're going to start this one off with a story that uh, happened to you on the way here. Because you came in saying you had a kind of a wacky adventure on the way here, which is not that far. No, where you it, live. It's, I live approximately 200 yards away. <laughs> and in and, that uh, 200 yards. Yeah, it's, it's a nice little walk. So uh, I walk out my uh, front door and I hear someone yell my name. And uh, I look down and it's uh, my neighbor from across the hall, Jay. So we start talking and, uh, you know, all of a sudden uh, he's like, what the hell is that? He's like. Is that raccoon crawling up into my engine? <laughs> and it's light out, so it's, it's not good if raccoons are out, you know? Oh. And um, also, I mean, you know, we're not uh, like this bustling metropolis here, but... Yeah, uh, it's a quiet little town. It sure is, but uh, the fact that, you know, there was quite the animal adventure on the way over here was pretty interesting because there's a, a bank and a post office, and, you know, I'm crossing through these uh, parking lots. Yeah. Well, this is all happening. It's like a toy town. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. (laughs) So he and I are talking about that, and he's like, great. He's like, that's just what I need. So it's crawling, like, up into his car? Like, Like, it was sniffing around, like, the wheel wells, and then, like, checking it out. Like, and he's like, I think it's going to fucking crawl in there. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it kind of looks like it, man. I don't know. So we watched it for a couple minutes, and then it kind of disappeared around the other side of the truck. So I'm not really sure. And then he went over there. Well, as this is happening, uh, another neighbor comes out, and she's like, oh, hey, neighborhood meeting. And, you know, we all start laughing. And so her and I are walking kind of across together because she, um, her family owns the laundromat right across from the post office, which we're walking through the parking lot of. This is literally like a picturesque definition of small-town America. Absolutely. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, as we're walking across, we're just talking, and I'm saying how I'm coming over here to do um, uh, our second podcast, and you know how she, uh, you know her and uh, her and her boyfriend Ken should come out and yeah. you know have some beers and uh, come see us sometime. <laughs> and uh, she's like, uh, she's like, oh yeah, she's like, what are you doing? And, you know, so I tell her, and she's like, all right, she's like, yeah, we'll definitely stop by in a couple weeks. And uh, we both look up at the same time, and she's like. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. (laughs) There is a deer, like a mother deer, which I've seen this mother deer in the middle of the night a bunch of times because I generally leave the bar between, you know, 2.30 and 5 a.m. Deer hours. Yeah. The only things out at that hour are deers and and drunk people. (laughs) Right, exactly. And, you know, usually I see a little bit of both. (laughs) And I also have like a, you know, I have a porch off of my... uh, apartment that I'll go out and I'll have a smoke on or something like that, like right before I go to bed. And, uh, you know, probably one out of every three nights I'll see this deer and, uh, and her fawn. Well, so they're neighborhood deer. They're absolutely neighborhood deer. The deer own the hardware store. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, sadly it closed, but <laughs> it, it was nice while they had it. <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, you know, this thing is walking right at us. And, wow. she, and so she's like, what should we do? And I was like, well, I think we should just stop and give it room because the way that this, it's set up, you know, like there, it's only uh, 20 feet wide between the post office and the fence of the next uh, neighbor there. That's the deer's path. That's the deer's path. So if we continue to walk, you know, we kind of stand the risk of getting uh, hoofed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we just kind of like stand back. And I mean, it's still coming right at us. Like I'm like... My God, I'm like, this deer is not, like, it's not even picking a direction. Like, why is it not picking a direction? This is not cool. Usually they don't, they they kind of scatter away. Yes. Across the side of the street or something. Absolutely. Like, it should have ran. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Fearless deer. So, so she's like, are you sure we're okay? And I'm like, yeah, we're okay. I'm like, but uh, it's a little bit odd that it's still coming. I mean, now this thing is literally 25 feet from us, which is pretty close. And it's got a baby with it. No, it doesn't have oh. the baby at this time. Okay. Thankfully. Because that it would get a little, yeah, it, per- territorial. It, it most certainly could have, yeah. you know. So uh as soon as it kinda hits the corner, uh, it all of a sudden like breaks off to the right and goes into a slow trot. Meanwhile, continuously staring at us. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Hey, I think we're good. And uh uh, yeah, that was my adventure over here. And so then uh, she's like, well, that was cool. And then she looks up and she's like, oh, damn it. There's still people with the laundromat because <laughs> she had to go to close it. Yeah. Motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, the raccoon was just inspecting the car. That'd be great if he comes back out and his car's up on blocks. Goddamn raccoons. <laughs> ah, Goddamn raccoons. They got my tires again. <laughs> Dude, I'll add to that. As we were coming down here, we're driving down Main Street and walking down the sidewalk as a fox. Oh, nice. Just a fox. Like, you got a mangy looking. It didn't look like it had rabies or anything, but it was out. It was using the sidewalk, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was just out for a walk. Right, you right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's great. Dude, that's the thing. Like, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts that are all in the city, so they have city stories about the subway, and these are our stories. Uh, I, critters, speaking of, yesterday at Art Park, there's like a little stage area, like off the side of the road, and it's uh, underneath of this wood platform are a bunch of uh, groundhogs. Okay. I keep calling them fucking gophers. I don't think they're gophers. I think uh, they're groundhogs. I think they're groundhogs, too. And there was a big one that we saw, and then there was a bunch of little babies. So we, of course, just stood there for 20 minutes. Oh, my God, they're so cute. And like, they were, dude, adorable. <laughs> right. I got a ton of pictures. Um, <laughs> and then, so that was yesterday. Today, I look out my window, and I see this cat that hangs out in my neighborhood. Okay. And, like, you know, we know the cat. I feed him, so he keeps chipmunks away. We got a deal. We got a little situation going on. Right. And I see he's lurking after something. And I'm like, what the fuck is he chasing? And I go out, and there's in my yard, which is blocks away from our park, is a little baby groundhog. Oh my god! Like hanging out right outside of my chicken coop. So our entire she followed life, you home. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> just, they liked us, yeah. and it was like, I'm going with them. I'm running away. I'm running away. And I need was, a new mom and dad. Yeah, it was outside of our chicken coop. Uh-huh. So we that's what we do around here is just we have tiny little animals that we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just part of the neighborhood. Right, we might have to, um, if we ever do a commercial about the show, there's going to be lots of tiny little uh, animals and cartoon character yeah, animals. Critter noises and yeah. stuff. Tom the cat and, uh, yeah. you know. That's what happens. That's what happens in small town America. Yep, yep, here we are. So yesterday was uh, a nice little day here at the Old Jug. Uh, we had a thing that uh, we kind of just, um, I don't know, named uh, the Blues and Brews. Yeah, alliteration is always good. Yeah. Is that right? The, when it's the same letter, the first, the first letter of every word's the same. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but um, you know, we uh, started up some music between one and one thirty in the afternoon, uh, and outside, you know, set up a big tent, and uh, you know, they just jammed, and, and these guys were fantastic. Yeah, it's a beautiful setup out there. Yeah, and we had like just a great day. We uh, we've got our uh, outdoor liquor license now, so uh, we essential. We uh, yeah, so we're able to uh, set up like a mini bar out there, a couple uh, kegs on tap, half a dozen beers in the fridge. Right on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so uh, those guys played for about two and a half hours, and uh, they they were from Buffalo. Yeah, and they've got quite a little following. They had uh, about forty or fifty bikers follow them down here. Really? Yeah. So Dude, it was a... like a Harley fest wow. here at the Jug, which was very very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a loyal crew. You get the bikers. Absolutely. You know I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, it was shocking to me. Like I was like, man, it's just like bike after bike after bike, like in Sturgis. <laughs> around here, you know, Sunday is a kind of bike day yeah. in the summer, especially so. if the weather's nice. Yeah, and and it was. A, one of the most beautiful days yesterday. Yeah, people I mean, love to ride out along the lake and the river and absolutely, stuff. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I talked to a couple of guys that were from, uh, like, out West Seneca, and, uh, a couple of different places, which is, you know, 40, 50 minutes away from here. And they're like, man, you guys got a nice ride out here. Like, we take yeah. the back roads, we, hit the, we head over to the lake, we come all the way down. It's great. And it really is. It's, like, one of the most amazing rides like, yeah. that you can have. It's scenic. It's, it's very scenic, very beautiful. But uh, then we had another band uh, start up at about 3.30 after the first one finished. This was an all-day extravaganza. Yeah, this went until about 7.30 at night. So, uh, uh, you know, they played from, like, 3.30 to, like, 5. And then uh, their drummer had to take off. Uh, I, I believe he had a date. Yeah. And, uh, oh. you know, which and he was, bring his date there. That's a great date. That's what I was thinking, you know, like, uh, show off your stuff, man. Like, yeah. And he was a really solid drummer, too. Like, yeah. you know, really, really good, you know. And, um, you know, but he said, uh, you know, this is a very nice girl, and I want to take her somewhere special. You want to take her to a bar filled with bikers? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> we've been there all which, afternoon. Which I didn't understand, but no. yeah. <laughs> seems see, like a perfect day. You got to see how she handles it, see what kind of woman she is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you can find out right there, right off the right off the bat. Like, is this the kind of woman that I want to actually spend uh, the next three dates yeah. with, or uh, are we done here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she can't handle this. She can't handle me. This is the life. This is it. <laughs> uh, I know. Every, every girl dates the guy in the band because she's like oh this is gonna be awesome my boyfriend's in a band flash forward to her looking at her phone while her boyfriend packs all his stuff up at the end of the night yeah <laughs> <laughs> like this is not what you thought it was gonna be it's not a match me never <laughs> but a good one here's, here's a good move for any musician go to your friend's gigs at a bar and at one point they'll be like hey you want to come play one and you just, oh little old me i don't know i guess i'll try <laughs> and then you get up and just kill it for three songs, and then you go back and hang out with your chick for the rest of the night. So you got to kind of use that bravado. You got to play a little bit, show off your stuff, and you're not stuck there until four in the morning chasing the guy to get your money or packing or throwing you know right, speakers right. into a truck. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's a good move for any musicians out there. So we're gonna Absolutely. so Sundays. You're gonna start doing music Sundays here. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Sundays uh, we have uh, decided that um, every Sunday afternoon um, we're gonna try and go right through until uh, football season. Um, yeah. Every Sunday, uh, just up. a little uh, mini festival out back here. We got we got the room, we got the tents, we got the. Uh, luckily, we uh, we're lucky enough to know people like you that can uh, come down and. Uh, There's a ton and, uh, of incredible musicians in this area. There really are a, yeah. a lot. So we're blessed with that as well, which is I think fantastic. it's the perfect mix of, you know, talented people who love music, but then also like the harsh winters, like 
it like just scar us. Yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Know what I mean? Absolutely. So it's like people have that darkness. You go all all the hi- like fun hippie reggae bands are all from California. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we can we can play the blues. <laughs> the yep. fucking salt rust blues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um, the beauty of it too is, I mean, with the with those harsh winters that we have, you know, people are just itching to get out there for I mean, sure you, you put music outside and people come yeah. you know they're like let's do this finally yeah. look the sun i can't believe it <laughs> <laughs> i didn't think it was gonna come back yeah <laughs> i mean that's the thing when everyone makes fun of like uh you know florida or california any states where it doesn't snow when they get a little bit of like when it snows a little bit once a year everybody freaks out and puts on a parka and doesn't know how to drive yeah, anymore. Everyone exactly. makes fun of them here if it's 42 degrees you'll see people suntanning right <laughs> everybody's got shorts on already everyone's got shorts Just on itching to do it you know? <laughs> yep. we've had some really great times playing out back here uh one time in particular was uh i think it was a regatta which is a big boat thing around here and it's always packed it's tons of the, the town is swarmed it's yep. like the whole thing is a big festival in the town Yep. Um, People from all around. Well, plus everybody comes over from Canada because it's, yeah. it's uh, you know they take their boats over from Toronto. It's uh, what is it, thirty-one miles uh, it? directly across to Toronto on the lake. That's got to be a hell of a trip. Have you ever done that? Uh, no, I've never gone all the way across on the boat. But um, yeah, not, not yet. But I uh, I, I should. That'd be quite the journey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how long would that take on a boat? I don't know. I, you know, I don't know. I don't think that long. I mean, you can see it. Yeah, you can yeah. see it on a clear day. You <laughs> yeah. see Toronto for sure. So, I mean, how long could it possibly take? I don't know. I can see the moon, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that might take a little while to get there. So, uh, yeah. So there was one regatta we were playing, and we got lucky that the the weather was, was all right, right up until our very last song. And uh-huh. I don't think we had a tent that year. Oh, God. I think that was the, the thing that was like, okay, it's a mandatory, you need to have a tent. Right. Because it's like the dude didn't, the old owner didn't want to spring for the money or whatever. I don't know. But we're playing and we're, st- we're in our last song and it's starting to drizzle. Right. And my drummer just starts speeding up. <laughs> like we're just going to get through this song already. Yeah. And then dude just, just like Armageddon downpour. Oh, God. Everything falls. So we grabbed the mic. I was like, everybody grab some equipment and fucking get out of the tent. <laughs> so all these drunken strangers just started grabbing our gear and pulled it under the little barn thing. Yeah. Yep. And uh, miraculously, everything was saved. I don't think there was anything that was like destroyed, destroyed. Right, right. It took us about three hours to reorganize everything. Oh, I'm sure. Dude, it was everywhere. Because yeah. people didn't like make sure you got your stuff back. They just brought it in and dropped it and yeah. went back to party. Stacked it on top of stuff. Yeah. There's wires like tied around. Yeah. Uh, and then me and my drummer, I remember sitting with a hairdryer in my porch until the sun came up, like <laughs> blow drying all of our gear to dry it off. I think we're good. But that was definitely like... That was pretty awesome to have, like, you know, the people, like, immediately just come to your help right. and save all your stuff. Right. It was a bonding experience. Pulling it all into the old S&W garage. Yeah. There's something about when it rains at a show that is, like, you know, a bonding thing. We're all yeah. here, but we're all we're all soaking wet now. Yeah, exactly. Um, so definitely Sunday music is, yeah. is going to be a big thing this summer. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So, you know, we got a couple other things in the works. Uh, we've, we've semi-committed to another band to do... Um, We'll all we'll like post every, it all uh, on Facebook and stuff. We're yeah. gonna start a Facebook for this show, and yeah. it'll all be out there. Yeah, everyone's gonna get all this information. Uh, hopefully, you'll listen to it and uh, yeah. you know read it, listen to it, have a good time. Uh, we'll try and tell a couple jokes. I don't know how funny they'll be, but we'll, we'll do our best. We'll get there. I like this. <laughs> it become a, a a weekly or bi-weekly uh, 
just kind of state of the union address of, yeah. you know, the drug of what's going on. Right. Um, I mean, anybody listening, hopefully you see it, but you go to patreon.com backslash captain's jug, and that's where you'll find all the episodes. And if you feel so kindly, you'll see little things that you can buy us a beer, you can buy us a shot, you can buy us, you know, throw a little, throw a little cash our way, and that will help fuel the stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, that'll help us to get uh, some more people in here and get the uh, word out there, promote. And then yeah. that's how these things grow. I love this business model because, you know, you can really take it from just two guys sitting at a table with a microphone and really get it out there. We're going to uh, get craft brewery yeah, guys down here. Yeah, we've got a couple different ones coming down uh, in, in two weeks. We got the uh, um, New York Beer Project out of Lockport coming right down. On. And, um, you know, we're going to have uh, a couple of their uh, beers on tap, and uh, the guys from there are going to come down, and, um, you know, they're just going to uh, buy a bunch of pitchers of beer for everybody and say, hey, try our beer. And, yeah, we got to do taste know. tests. Yeah. So um, we got to get one lightweight and just have them test, like, 20 beers, get them all shit-faced. <laughs> right, right, right. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> we got to, yeah, we need a stunt boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll give him, like, uh, an eight-second clip on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before he runs into the bathroom throwing up. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's kind of exciting, uh, you know, try and get some of the local breweries involved, get the word out that they're around and then, uh, hopefully, uh, and, uh, have them get the word out, you know, to other people that, uh, we're doing the show and that, uh, the, the stone jugs down here and get some, uh, get some things rolling from that, you know, get some people for sure. And like I've said, I mean, I've, I've been fortunate enough to travel a lot and I've seen the inside of many a tavern, uh, this place has got special vibe just yeah. in its bones, yeah. you know? Absolutely. Uh, it's, 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 it's just a fantastic place. <clears throat> um, we actually, uh, we, we started the, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this last show, but we're, we're, we're like an Airbnb upstairs because like, it's, like, oh, yeah. it's like a mini hotel. You get caked up doing that, man. You can get some money. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that we've been trying to promote as well. We've got a, a, a suite on the second floor, and we found out that... Uh, you know, uh, because cause the building's so old, on the second and the third floor, the bathrooms are, sh- are what are considered shared bathrooms. Yeah. So there's one bathroom on yeah. the whole floor. I've stayed for, in places like that. Yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, you know, in this day and age, a lot of people that are, uh, you know, some people are fine with it, but a lot of people, you know, they kind of frown upon it. They kind of want their own bathroom. Like, I, Yeah, the person who posted 37 pictures to Facebook wants their privacy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> no, but it is, It is. yeah, it's definitely, you know, you're traveling, like a bathroom is an important thing. If you're, you know, you're traveling and, and you're just scuzzy, you want that sanctuary. Yeah. And you want to just wash the day off of you. Well, and, and you know, but, you don't want to walk out of your room and down the hallway and see the 400-pound guy who's staying at the other end of the hallway. Yeah. And then all of a sudden get smacked in the face with something horrific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and be like, oh, God, I wonder if I can use the one on the other floor. <laughs> you just see him and there's an empty basket of wings outside his room. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> no. No. A six empty six pack of some craft brew. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, this should be interesting. Uh, it's part of the experience. Mm-hmm. So there's shared bathrooms upstairs. Well, so the, the point is, is on the second floor is we have like a suite, and it's the whole uh, one half of the building. It's a it's a relatively large place. It's got like it's basically yeah. a living area, and then a um, you it's know, like bedroom a nice area. Apartment. It's, yeah, it's it a really nice spot. is. Yeah. yeah, it's got a couple old. Uh, fireplaces in it that, uh, 
you know, well, we're going to uh, hook up some gas in there and yeah. and have, like, the ambiance from that. Uh, For sure. Which is going to be, like, just beautiful. I can't wait to do it. Uh, Dude, the gas fireplace, there's nothing that makes you more pimp than just click, clicking that button. I know. And have it Absolutely. just start up. Yeah. Absolutely. And, <laughs> and I think it's going to be a huge selling point for us in the winter because, as you know, the winters are much tougher sell as, around as here. As we said, yeah. So, you know, you put that on there. Um, first of all, it's going to uh, obviously like help a little bit with the heating. Yeah. You know, because oh, yeah. this old-ass building is pretty tough to heat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, anywhere you can get heat to come out of helps. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, just uh, sell it, sell it, like, big, on a, on a, you know, as this old place. Uh, it's got the vibe it's got the rustic vibe you know what i mean you go to a hotel every hotel is you could blindfold someone and put them in a hotel room they'd have no idea what city they're in right you know you want a place that has personality absolutely and in the winter you know uh as much as it's one of the most beautiful places on earth in the summer in the winter you got a nice little fire going up there you open up the uh, shades that overlook the mouth of the river into the oh. lake and and you know there's little miniature icebergs floating by it's yeah. it's kind of a nice cool, cool. feeling you it's know really what I mean? cool yeah uh you know most people from down south probably wouldn't really understand what i'm talking about and they're Dude, probably I, like, I like the winter nuts, i like it i do too it's cozy i enjoy it i i i think uh anything that i think hum- humbles people maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean sure. like it kind of like you can get a little too too happy with life and then you just need to be like hey you're a human being yeah, yeah mother earth is more powerful than you right <laughs> i like it so we end up uh uh you know we make the decision like okay like the shared bathroom thing's not gonna work anymore so uh mike the owner here cuts a giant uh hole in the wall inside the um the suite that goes into the bathroom we take the old sink out everything now for those of you who don't know what buildings were built like in the 1840s, everything in these walls, you don't really know what you're going to find. Yeah. <laughs> and it is literally built like a brick shit house. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's 175 years old. And, it, you know, I don't know if you could knock it over with like a, a you know, like a freaking... What are those giant uh, balls? The yeah, wrecking, wrecking ball. ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it's just you know. So he gets into the wall, and uh, you know everything's th- you know it's twelve inches by three inches, like all the beams and everything. Yeah. You're just like, yeah. holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> like they just don't build stuff like that anymore. And not only that, they come down and they go into the cross be- beams, and instead of like being swiveled in or or anything like that. They actually hand carved squares. God damn. And they the each peg is a square peg that goes like three inches down into these twelve foot things. It's it's in it's unbelievable. Like the yeah. art like the way what, stuff was made before regulations. Yeah, before, I mean they didn't even know. have tools and like now yeah. now they have everything that you could possibly ever need and they could never build something like this. Yeah, really. <laughs> it's crazy. That is amazing. Yeah, that is, you're uncovering a little bit of history when you start tearing the walls out. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, so like they uh, they ran a line for a fan to the bathroom, and then they ended up um, so they moved the sink over to the other side, patched up the where the old doorway in the hallway was. So now it's not no longer a shared bathroom. It it's uh, actually it. in there. And you're um, sweet with a fireplace and your own bathroom. Yeah, I mean now you can do it everything everything you want. You know, just lock the door and uh, you know hide yourself away for a weekend. 
Yeah, it sounds beautiful. All right, what is the address here? So anybody who doesn't know. Yeah, it's uh, 358 Main Street in Youngstown, New York. Google it. Yeah, yeah. Or as our little Irish friend would say, giggle it. Giggle it. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. So uh, this guy comes up to me yesterday, and uh, I thought this was absolutely perfect. He goes, so uh, I don't know, maybe like 20 years ago. He goes, I'm in my mid-60s, just to uh, give you a little backdrop on myself. He goes, about 20 years ago, he's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, like, maybe I shouldn't drink so much. He's like, so I start reading about it, and he's like, uh, and I'm finding out all these facts about, like, how drinking is, like, bad for you. <laughs> he's like, and I'm, like, shocked to read some of these things. He goes, so I quote reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's a superstition. <laughs> like, he's like, I haven't read a thing. Say? Yeah. I haven't read a thing in 20 years. <laughs> he's like, well, that's the end of that. <laughs> I like it. It was not an enjoyable experience. Yeah. I read something, it upset me. Yeah. I don't agree with it. He starts dying laughing. He's like, let me have another Molson, bud. <laughs> I'm like, you're great. Uh, thank God. More people need to set books down if uh, if that's what they're going to read about. <laughs> yeah, I don't read about health things. I mean, that's the thing. When you start like watching those health documentaries or you start getting into anything, you realize that like we can't consume anything right. without it doing something bad to you. Right. Like, I don't know what the fuck you could eat. You'd paper, paper. <laughs> you just drink water. Everything else is going to kill you. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? So you just got to live it up. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, you have to. I mean, I see the things that some of these people uh, are eating and then, you know, more power to you. But yeah. I'm just like, that's not for me. Like, I'd rather, like we just did on our little break there, uh, eat 20 wings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah. And then you, I think when it starts to actually have those negative effects, when you're young, you do whatever the fuck you want. Right. And then you get to a point where you're like, it would be nice to take a normal shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, why doesn't it stop dripping when I'm peeing? (laughs) 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 Oh, age. Oh, age. Yeah, at least we're lucky enough to uh, be seeing it. Yeah, really. A lot of the guys that were here yesterday, uh, there was a continuous comment, it seemed like, yesterday, because uh, everyone pretty much, well, not everyone, but a large portion of the people were uh, 50 and 60 and up. And... uh, you know, a lot of people hadn't seen each other in a few years. You know, it's a birthday party for this guy, and I think it was his 50th. And, uh, you know, like, uh, hey, how are you doing? Well, you know, I'm still on the right side of the grass. I must have heard that 20 times yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There was, there, was, there was some characters here yesterday. It was a, it was a great day. Well, yeah, those people who they, 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 they quit reading and they keep, you know, having fun. Right, turn into some colorful characters. Absolutely, and that's the type of people you meet in a place like this. You don't, you go out to normal, normal places with normal people who just talk about blah 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 and sip on a whatever. Yeah, no, they're not, they're not hitting that side uh, as Hunter Thompson called it, the margins of society. Yeah, <laughs> the people yeah. that let their freak flag fly. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, you, you got to do it sometimes. You got to cut loose. I don't know how you can just be like. You know, straight and narrow all the time. Just I know there's so there's people like you know we were at the mall the other day and I see a dude who's like, you know, buying his suit and whatever. He just looked like a normal guy, probably my age, but like you know, business guy, real job, probably nice, normal apartment, normal parents, normal <laughs> everything. He's gonna meet a normal wife, and I'm just like, 
how could you live like that? Right. What are you doing? And then he <laughs> looks at me and he's like, what? Uh, yeah. I, I'm the weird one? Right. There's yeah. a great story that I think Jerry Seinfeld told it in that comedian documentary. And it's about like a band. There's this band and they're traveling to their gig and their bus breaks down and they get off the bus. They got to walk to the gig and it's snowing and they're just in the middle of this field and they're just all soaking wet and they're carrying their instruments to this gig. That's not going to pay them anything. And they've oh. been on the road for months or years and they're all, you know, just, they're just the most disheveled group of people. And they come upon this house and they look in the window and there's a nice family sitting down to a dinner at a fire. And the one guy looks at the other guy and goes, how do people live like this? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's fantastic. The artists, the musicians, the weirdos, that's, you know, it's just that sect of society. But we're the ones who entertain you, goddammit. That's right. <laughs> Remember the time that we had to carry uh, your equipment back to uh, our, uh, our buddy's house? Yeah. No. Uh, had a little run-in yeah. with a stop sign. <laughs> with, a, <laughs> with a stop sign. That didn't we, exactly stop. Yeah, we just didn't, uh, we didn't, we didn't see it in time, I don't think. <laughs> we, we made some new friends, and then our friend went off with those friends, and uh, we had to get, uh, we didn't want to leave my, I had an amp and guitars and stuff, we didn't want to leave it in the car. Right. And we couldn't take the car. And we couldn't take the car. So we just carried it back in the middle of the night. And I remember you're on the phone just carrying a guitar. Right. We're just still making plans for later. Yeah. And it, that's exactly what it's it was. It's only midnight. Just, you know, somebody like looked out their window and was like, what the hell is going on? Uh, we we got to find another friend to go pick up our friend from our new friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we're unable to uh, complete this task at the time. No, no. It was, uh, you know, and then... Uh, yeah, and then I'm pretty sure we laid down some beats in the uh, in the we basement did. about three hours later. Yeah, we all reconvened eventually. <laughs> we really did. And got done what we were going to do anyways. <laughs> right. So that's cool. Yeah, it was uh, quite an interesting evening that yeah. uh, turned out, you know, I mean, well, not the best for yeah. one of our friends, but like, you know, turned out to be a pretty fun night overall. Could have been worse. Yeah, it definitely could have been worse. Um, yeah, there's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of stories you want to walk the line on. <laughs> oh God, I know. <laughs> do, do we tell this story? Yeah, yeah, it's we're telling long. the story. <laughs> we were younger. Me and my friends were a lot younger. We went to a concert by the Allman Brothers. It was, I believe, it was Phil Lesh from the Grateful Dead, and then the Allman Brothers. So nice. Do the math. It's a great show. We weren't having pops. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so afterwards, we made some friends again. And uh, the friends wanted to hang out a little bit. We didn't want to, but you know, you know, they want you know didn't have a choice. So <laughs> they made us. <laughs> we're hanging out with our friends in their office, and uh, they're we're just we got in this weird conversation because we were all you know Almond Brothers banded out in our heads. Mm -hmm. So we start talking about this things, and we're and, and my buddy brings up the idea to this guy that he's like, man, like if you would have just not seen us or if you would have just let us continue on our way we would have gone back to our tent and slept and gotten up and life would go on the same but <laughs> because you wanted to because you had your reasons you had to stop us and 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 now everything's off now you're doing paperwork now we're all here like it's just you know we're talking about the whole thing like the point of it all which is pointless it's just a waste of everything it's non-violent issues that they're solving exactly it's ridiculous. All you're doing is wasting a bunch of people's time, including your own. Yeah. And and my buddy just kept saying, that's wild. That's wild. <laughs> and the guy goes, that's wild? He's like, yeah, that's wild. And the guy, our new friend, takes his pen he's writing with and taps his name tag, and his name is W-Y-L-D-E. 
Oh my god! His name is Wild. <laughs> Once again, we're coming from an Almond Brothers show, so just <laughs> wow, that is wild. Fell out of our heads, <laughs> and we're just oh, like seriously, like you are you Jesus? We started right. praying to him, and <laughs> right, it freaked us out. Uh, and I'm sure that this uh, this new friend of yours was like, are they being sarcastic? Yeah. Are these guys fucking with me? Are they fucking with me now? Yeah. Who's uh, yeah? Who's walking who? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's <she'll gasps> fuck with you. There was one time. There's a there's a girl that I'm still wondering what happened to her, because we're walking down the street in the city, we're on our way to another thing. It's me and at least six of my friends, and there's this girl, this hippie looking chick. She's sitting on her stoop, okay, smoking a cigarette, and she's all you know. She got the skirt and the, and the head necklace and all this stuff sure. and the big pupils, and she's you know. <laughs> Having a good old time. Yeah. She's like, what's up, guys? And then all six of us at the exact same time with the exact same inflection go, what's going on? <laughs> like, dude, exactly like that. Right. Like, we planned it. Right. And, like, the look on this girl's face was like, she just couldn't even believe it. She just jaw dropped. Oh. She was silent and just watched us walk away. And I'm always like, what happened to her? No one would happened to that girl. Did she just get freaked out? No, none of her friends were there. Nobody would believe her. Right. I just picture her going back up to the apartment and just sitting there and everybody's like, what happened? Yeah. She's like, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Hopefully I'm not going to end up in a mental asylum. Some sort of <laughs> cult out there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you start playing that song that, hey, yeah, what's going <laughs> ah, oh no <laughs> it's happening again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't know what's going on what is going on <laughs> exactly <laughs> no idea why do i do these things to myself <laughs> i said stay inside <laughs> <laughs> i need to quit smoking <laughs> Good. um i mean yeah we could and, and tons of stories about going to shows we have the same that culture, the Grateful Dead culture, the thing that they started. If anybody has any interest, go to Amazon and watch the, the six-part Grateful Dead thing that Scorsese produced. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it gets into it and does it honestly. Yeah, and, it, it and really is a really great show. Dude, there's been a lot of bands. And even if you don't like their music and hate everything about it, you have to acknowledge the insane thing they created. Yeah. The culture they created. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it still continues to this day with all these other different bands. You go to every concert I've ever been to, I've seen at least five Grateful Dead t-shirts. Doesn't matter. Oh, God, you go yeah. to a Metallica <laughs> show and there's Grateful Dead people Absolutely. There. Dude, it is a culture that they created. Yeah. And, I mean, the hippies. Hippies are funny people. <laughs> um, here's a story. We were playing at this thing. We played this festival, and then on the Sunday after, they did a corporate outing for all the sponsors, and it was out at Porter on the Lake, which is a big park on the lake. And there's this under this enclosed little awning thing we played in. And we were like, we're going to play for all the corporate guys. And then they're going to hire us for gigs. We're going to make a bunch of money. Right. What really happened was they all got drunk playing golf, came and <laughs> ate, and everybody left. <laughs> so we're sitting there by ourselves. And we're out there. And we're like, dude, we're on the lake in this beautiful thing. We're all set up. Let's just jam. Right. Of course. So it was like us and a few of our friends. And we were just jamming out. We started playing fish songs and dead songs. And dude, like a zombie movie, out of the woods, not out of a trail, out of the woods, like one by one, all these hippies materialized. <laughs> all these kids, like one and then two, and you'd see them just show up, and they came out of the woods, and they were like, there's this band just ripping Grateful Dead music in yeah. the middle of no, there's nobody out here. There's and nobody we're out just here. jamming out. Here's, I'm telling the truth, their dog had a hemp necklace. <laughs> <laughs> these type of people, that's the type of people they were. And they were like, 
what the fuck is going once again they're like is this real is yeah. this real life like yeah. just they were out in the woods and then just a band appeared yeah. playing their favorite music and yeah. they started dancing and i'm like dude any musician go play a dead song a hippie will show up exactly they will just show up out of the woods yeah they're a half mile down on the lake playing catching the water with their dog and they're like yeah. is the grateful dead playing somewhere <laughs> i swear to god i hear them let's walk it's through the woods this way yeah. <laughs> i mean you know and that opens up we've both share a love of that music and that band and going to those shows which it's just every single time you go you never go to a show like that where you're like yeah it was normal nothing happened yeah you know i've been to a lot of shows you go to shows you go to a wilco show not a lot of normal except for the three deadheads <laughs> right normal people who got a babysitter took the night <laughs> night off work went to a show <laughs> had a glass of wine and you know what i mean right you go to any of these dead shows or jam band shows something interesting always happens yeah you never come back and you're like oh yeah pretty good set list end of story mm-hmm. Yeah, then, <laughs> never, you're like, dude. There was this guy <laughs> with a giant fluffy hat who was running from security and climbed a tree. Well, I mean, it's just like I mean we were talking about during scent break. Uh, you know, the girl that I saw, Jerry Garcia, um, almost kill. Yeah, but, this is a great story. This shows like like in that Amazon thing we were talking about. It showed Jerry as a real guy, just a musician who just wanted to play. But right. whether he wanted it or not, that dude had some magical shit going on. He absolutely did. Yeah. Um, so this is, this is you right, saw it in person. I did. Uh, this is like right at the end of, uh, you know, right before he passed away, about a year before he passed away. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was 1994. Yeah. Uh, they're playing a show um, in Buckeye Lake, and 17 of me and my friends jump into one of my friend's uh, parents' motorhome. Now, 17 of us, and we're all 17. Yeah. Like, literally every single one of us. Like, one Just or two guys, I think, were uh, older brothers. <laughs> yeah. A box of animals. Like, not one person there is legally old enough to drink. <laughs> and, you know, we've got uh, a, a ton of uh, extracurricular activities in this thing. Kale. Yeah, uh, uh, lots, lots of salad material, you yes. know, and, uh, you know, lots of pop. It's a dead show if you can't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, we get to the show, and uh, it's uh, at this particular show, it's, uh, it's an amphitheater, and what they do is they open the gates, and you run for your spot. There are wow. no seats. There's yeah. zero, zero seating at all. First come, first serve. Yeah. Now, we're all 17, so, like, we're in, like, the third or fourth row. Because, yeah. like, we're, like, you know, I mean, like, a lot of these people are old hippies and bikers and, and blah, blah, blah. Like, they're not beating us to the front. No. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're running and we're, like, I'm in first. Yes. Yeah. You know, like, so we get up there. We all kind of uh, reconvene, like, up, uh, like, almost, like, just to the left of the center of the stage. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, uh, we're, like, all right, like, show starts in a little while. And, uh, you know, so we all sit in a big circle and, um, you know, we uh, unwrap our salads and start passing them around. Uh, everyone was a little bit hungry, <laughs> you know, from the from the long 300-yard uh, run, yeah, 300-yard dash. Got to replenish. Yes. You know, you want to make it for the entire um, three-plus-hour show that you're about to see. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the show begins and, uh, you know, they're playing along and playing along and... Uh, all of a sudden, there's this hippie girl next to me who is around my age, maybe a couple years older than me. I wouldn't say more than 21. And um, she begins to yell. And, like, I don't know, if, for those of you who aren't familiar, like, 
you know, the Grateful Dead had a wall of sound. Like, it was called the wall of sound. It was called. The, so, I mean, it was loud. It was a technical <laughs> achievement. Like, they made it to, like, travel miles and miles and miles. It was incredible. Yeah. And we are only, uh, you know, I mean, I'm literally 20 feet 25 feet maybe away from Jerry Garcia himself yeah. you know it's That's great yeah. you know and I'm just like you know I'm literally I'm pretty sure just standing completely still with my mouth wide open staring at him yeah like you know going wow this he, guy is unbelievable and he's just at work yeah I mean? I know. Like, it's gotta be so weird yeah I know <laughs> this is another day at the office yeah really so this when this girl starts yelling I love you Jerry and, I mean, it, it was very difficult to even hear each other, like, when you were trying to say something during the concert. Yeah. You're, you're literally putting your mouth to the other person's ear and yelling, and you're still like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear her plain as day. Now, I know she's only two or three feet away from me, but still, I mean, I can hear her. Over she, that, she's, yeah. she's almost, and maybe even a little louder than the wall of sound. <laughs> Which is crazy. It's insane. So she's, I love you, Jerry, I love you, over it and over. It drives me nuts. I, and I hate was like, when people do that. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. How did I get next to the loudest person in this entire show? I know, I hate that shit. So Jerry does me a personal favor, looks at this girl, does a little point and a head nod and a wink, and she hits the ground like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, he just killed her. <laughs> I can't believe he just did that for me. <laughs> and like, with his mind. Yeah, with his mind. <laughs> and she's just, I look down, and I, I look down, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I'm like, she's not getting up. Wow. <laughs> so I'm From like. From shrieking at the top of her lungs to on the ground. On the ground, out cold. Paramedics had to come. I shit you not. Like, I'm sure that maybe there was something else at play, like possibly dehydration or something along those lines. She was fine. She was she was good enough to be screaming at the top of her lungs, which may have been part of the reason. Yeah. Also, but, but she was up and moving and talking. She sure was. And he just probably without even missing a lick. No, he did not miss a lick. Just looked and just did a little wink at her and just dropped her like he that. Just, is... He just did a little strum down, and as he came back up with his hand, gave her a little head yeah. nod and a point, and then right back to the guitar, and boom, she goes down. This <laughs> Jedi shit. It really was. It was a, one of the most amazing things I've ever. The favor because he probably heard her too and was like, I gotta shut this. There's no out. doubt that he yeah. heard her. I mean, he looked right at her. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I'm positive. I was standing right next to her. I was like, oh my God. He probably knows he had those superpowers and he's like, I never do this unless it's absolutely necessary. Right. But this chick's driving everybody nuts. She's driving me nuts. She's obviously driving everyone in the first five rows nuts. I've <laughs> been to shows where like they were expensive tickets and while the dude's playing, I'm here behind me and I just right. want to go, why are you here? Why are you here? You bought an expensive ticket, waited in line. It's been an all-day thing, and the guy's finally playing. Right. And you're just talking through the whole thing. Right. Shit that you could talk about any time of the day. There's a legend in front of you. It just it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. So to have the superpower to just wink at somebody and get them to shut up is amazing. It's to- truly amazing. And then, uh, yeah, so then uh, they started to play, um, you know, after the Paramax came, took her away, everything like that. You know, um, we had a little drums and space go on yeah. about it, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes later or something yeah. like that. So we all reconvened into our uh, perfect circle like we had before. 
And uh, it's time to replenish and, you know, get a little food in us. It's a salad circle. Yeah, yeah. So we pass around the salads and the kale and, you know, everything (laughs) like that. And uh, all of a sudden, uh, there's uh, um, some of our new friends with flashlights fucking come out. Yeah. And, uh, hey, what are you doing? Eating salad. What are you doing? (laughs) What kind of salad is that? You know, just uh, organic salad. Very, very good stuff. Uh, Would you like a bite? Give me that. <laughs> they took our goddamn salads. Motherfuckers. Uh, you know, I didn't know they were even allowed to do that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the good thing was that they didn't take any of us. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> because uh, what are you going to do at that point? That's the thing with the Grateful Dead shows. Like, it's it's not America anymore. <laughs> yeah. Laws don't apply. Laws of physics don't apply. Yeah. <laughs> this the, girl's voice was over, like, there's the, the decibels that they've created. There, it shouldn't be, it's a different planet. It right. really is. And I, you know, I'm a fan, so I'm biased, but. Absolutely. There's something just different about what goes on there. Mm-hmm. They, they tapped into something spiritual. They really did. You know, and uh, I've seen, I never got to see Jerry, unfortunately. He's one of my favorite people ever. Right. But, you know, I've seen a lot of, of the members of the dead. I actually got to meet Phil one time, which was great. Here, and, all right, here, I'll tell this. I've told this before, but they played at Art Park in Lewiston, our town. The fact that anybody from the dead was playing Art Park was mind-blowing in itself. It really was. Because Art Park did not used to get acts like that. Now they get huge people all the time. Now, you know what I mean? I saw Primus and Jack White there within the last two weeks. Right, exactly. Which is great. <laughs> but back in the day, it was not like that. No, so it was not. Got them, it was crazy. So me and my buddy... Driving down Center Street, we see Phil Lesh and his wife leave the Orange Cat, the coffee shop. Right. And we were like, holy shit. And I'm pretty sure my buddy's window didn't work, so he opened his door a little bit and was like, Phil! (laughs) (laughs) And he looked and he waved, and he's like, do we stop? And I'm like... I don't want to be like dorky fanboy, yeah, but this be is that guy, a once in a life. When is a member of the Grateful Dead going to be walking down the street? Like yeah, I'm a fan of in my presence, yeah, and not like in my presence on a stage, or like yeah, at a meet and greet or something. <laughs> right, like, right, exactly. And like I'm a fan, and I'm a fan of a lot of bands, but like if you get a, an American history book and flip to the '60s, there's a picture of this guy. You know what I mean? Yep. Like they are cult- <laughs> cultural icons. Absolutely. I'm like, all right, this we gotta go. Is that some dead right there playing out of the phone? Uh, yeah, that's my um, that's my ringtone. <laughs> they heard us. It's Jerry. Jerry is back. This is Jerry. He's calling. alive and well and living at the jug. <laughs> <laughs> so come on down. <laughs> um, there's no shrieking annoying girls here. So right, yeah, we we stop. We pull the car. We get out, and I'm like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but you know, come on, man, I can't. He's like, all right, you're cool. He was could not have been nicer. Right. So we sat and we're chatting. Shook his hand, and in my head, I'm like, this hand used to pass salad to Jerry Garcia. <laughs> As a guitar player, that's massive. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So we're chatting with him, and we're I'm trying to talk about everything but the Grateful Dead. I start talking about like other musicians that like he's played with. Like, right. I don't want to just be like. What was it like when you made trucking? Like, I don't want to, you know what I mean? I don't want to be that guy. You guys said Buffalo. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so we're just talking, and he's like, oh, you guys are locals? And I'm like, yeah, like, I live a block away. Like, yeah, we're incredibly local. We're talking about the venue, Art Park, and I'm like, yeah, we just, our high school graduation was there. Right. He's like, really laughed his head off. Like, I was like, yeah, we walked across that stage to get our diplomas. Right. We were just there. He's like, oh, it's great. It's hilarious, whatever. And chatted it up nicest guy in the world you know we go to the show later that night and we you know met friends had salads had other things you know it's a, it's a show sure and 
at the end of all of Phil's shows, Phil, I believe, had like a liver or something, an organ donation. Yes. I've seen him a bunch of times where uh, before they do their encore, he gives a speech about organ donors. Right. And he, he talks to the crowd a little bit. Yep. So we're sitting there in, in our headspace we're in, and he said something. I don't remember the actual quote, but he said something along the lines of, you know, I met a couple young men who, who graduated on this stage. A couple <laughs> nice guys around here. And, like, that's all I remember. And I just was, once again, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Phil Lash just... I think he's talking about me. Yeah, he was. He <laughs> right, was. And right. then my buddy I was with looked at me jaw on the ground. Like, Phil just referenced a conversation we had on the stage at our park. Like, right, right. Is it's, this the real life? Is this right. just fantasy? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I mean, it's and amazing that uh, two um, members of the actual Grateful Dead, the original band uh, have personally done both of us favors now yeah really because <laughs> they're just magical people they just they just magical shit happens around them yes and you know? somehow they literally were able to touch everyone that was <laughs> in you know one way or another i remember we were with another guy who we didn't really know he just was like part of the crew and he was just i don't think he got what was going on and we were like freaking out about it after him i can't believe that just happened he's like you guys are pretty excited about your graduation, huh? Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't think he got it. I thought he was, we were so excited. Like, we did it. <laughs> yeah. We passed. I'm like, no, I don't think he put together what was happening. Right, right. Because <laughs> I'm pretty excited about your graduation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, just really proud of myself, man. I got high merit. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Uh yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll have a ton of those as as the show progresses. I mean, uh, we absolutely will. Uh, we, I've got, uh, and you, I know, have uh, as well uh, about twenty more song, um, uh, stories each, uh, just yeah. based on, on, on you know uh, concerts, but even mostly just uh, dead concerts and, yeah. and and members of the like dead we said, I'm a fan of all music, and I go you know to all sorts of different types of shows, but absolutely. those that. The dead thing, the jam band thing, whatever that spirit is that's floating around. Yeah. It's something. Even it's if something. you hate that music, it's something to be reckoned with. Uh, absolutely. Look at Fish is like, you know, they're part of that, huge part of that. Name another band that sells out 12 nights at Madison Square Garden and didn't put out a record that year. Right. <laughs> Name yeah. another band that does that. <laughs> yeah. There isn't. There is not. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So uh, what did what did they book them for? Uh, they got a, they just put out a big album. They haven't put out an album in three years. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they just said they were doing it, and it sold out in thirty seconds. <laughs> in thirty seconds, yeah. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah, it's an entity of its own. Uh, the the I don't know the whole yeah the whole thing. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Captain's Jug of Thoughts. We're going to keep growing it. We're going to keep improving. We're going to get our friends in, our guests in, and we're going to get other people. We want to promote our friends, businesses, everything you got going on. This is a great tool to get the word out. Absolutely. Any uh, local businesses that would uh, like to get involved, we'd love to. Uh, we'd love to give you a little shout out. So just uh, let us know, and uh, you know, we'll all stay in touch. All right. Cool. Captain's Jug of Thoughts. We will see you next time. All right. Have a good night. You've been listening to the Captain's Jug of Thoughts podcast. A production of Firm Op or Less Media.